0: Hey besties, it's been one hell of a week and we have a lot to cover, so you already know what to do. Get your drinks, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
1: This is your Best Friends, Best Friends podcast. Come here to find out all the tips and tricks of making it through the chaos of life with your mind, body, and spirit intact so sit back relax grab a drink
0: and welcome to the Courtney and Nikki show
1: hey Court hey Nikki how are you what's up girl (laughs) how are you I'm doing well how are you doing I'm good. I'm pretty actually pretty good. It's been a
0: weird past couple of weeks. We did miss last week. Um, we had a whole bunch of stuff going on, so we had to miss last week, and this week was just as crazy. So I'm happy it's Friday. That's Yes, yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, are you ha- what are you having? Are you having tea,
1: water, or wine? What are you having today? What's your drink of choice? Something. Tonight, I'm just drinking some water, nothing too fancy, just chilling. It's been a really chill day. Yeah. And so I'm keeping that same energy. What about you? I'm actually having uh,
0: Amsterdam, mango Amsterdam with some Mm. cranberry mango juice and some mint from my garden. And Tight. some lunch, like a little cocktail, something really nice. I have my homegirl here from PA, from Philly. Hey. <laughs> I know you heard it in the background. So we kicking it.
1: We just had dinner with the
0: guys. And so, you know, we're having a good time.
1: Right. welcome. Well, I'm glad to hear that you all are having a good time. Yeah. That's what's up about the, um, y'all, Nikki, she dropped off on her birthday. She brought me some of her plants yes I and do. so it's been cool she's been telling me about how she like she has her spinach and now her mat and she just pulls it off Yeah, mm-hmm. has it immediately i think that's so cool isn't it cool that you can just grow your own food people
0: forget or don't i guess even me too i didn't realize how easy it is to like just grow your own basic vegetable or herb garden and you may not use everything every single day but i got a whole bunch of mint on my garden and today i was able to use it and make a cute little cocktail where i can add it to a recipe and yeah it's been really fun yeah i gave courtney five
1: plants i think you got five it was supposed to be six but one of them fell out yep yeah so and that kind of goes with my health my health um journey this week i will say yeah uh my garden and i've really been enjoying that At first, at the beginning of the season, I planted all these different kinds of seeds, all these different kinds of flowers for the last couple of years now. I've started trying to do some gardening. Well, it has been so unsuccessful. You know, initially that's what I thought. I mean, I probably had like 20 pots and I started off. So I planted probably about 20 pots of different types of flowers and seeds. And at first, it seemed like I had some luck. I would see those seedlings come out and they would sprout. But I, what it was that I did, I tried starting them indoors. And anyway, ultimately, they stopped growing. So one day I was looking out. Well, so one day this week, I decided to repot my plants that. Nikki gave me because they were getting ready to die. I wanted those to live. And I have another plant where I rotated the bulbs mm-hmm. and now they're flourishing. Actually, my favorite flowers, some lilies. Oh, good. So that's, that's been really nice family. seeing how. Yes. Okay. So it's been really nice because you're starting from this little seed and you get to see this plant just growing and it seems like it's so it can't really move on its own. So to see it just grow, it's like, wow, look at this. It's this green thing. It's really alive. So that feels good to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That plant life. That was me last year. I had a really rough first year. I was killing plants, very expensive plants left and right. And um, I think really the key with gardening and planting or just being a plant parent, it's like, you just got to be patient and leave them alone I learned that my plants, don't like to be bothered. They just like to grow, give them a little water once or every other week, once a week or every other week. For my vegetable garden, they're like more like every other day because they get a lot of sun. Um, but they just like to be left alone. And usually they just flourish. Like I have a birth of paradise that I did never, I killed one last year, terribly, terribly killed one last year, but would have never thought that literally months later I would be blooming two new leaves in a birth one over the winter and one in the spring like never thought that so it comes sounds cute yeah it'll come and go my um health goal this week has been like i said you guys it's been really crazy and the main thing that i've been trying to keep front and center of my brain is to start saying yes to myself it sounds silly but, but honestly like the past five to ten like adult years I, maybe since high school, like I found it very difficult to say yes to the things I want. So if I want to buy something for myself to go shopping, don't second guess it, just go do it. Or if I want to take a nap, say yes to that, just go do it. One of the big big things I've been doing since my birthday, honestly, last week was my birthday. And so one of the things I've been wanting to do is like, if I just want something, just get it. That's it like it just doesn't have to be a question you don't have to second guess yourself and I don't want to have to I don't want to keep explaining why I deserve something or explaining why you know things like that so really been my health goal for the week more of a mental health goal nothing that you know hoopla but we hope that you guys can one take something away from those two things um if you're into gardening just keep persevering through it and if you're somebody like me who has a hard time, giving yourself some grace sometimes and just saying yes to yourself sometimes. Hopefully you can join me in on that and we can do it together. So Courtney, it has happened. Married at first sight. It, it's happened. It
1: has happened. So you want to say, Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Let's, all right. So let's get into the pop culture. Um, first things first. This past Wednesday, it was Decision Day. Mm. Oh, married at first sight. And can I just say, they really made us wait for Decision Day. I was so salty that it didn't come on last week. And I did not watch the special. Mm. So. It wasn't worth it. It it was worth the wait. wait. Yeah. It was worth the wait. All right, y'all. So some of our predictions were right. Some of them were wrong. The mm. first people, the first couple that they put on the screen, of course, was Ryan and Virginia. No, what's her name? Uh, Clara. What's her name? Clara. Clara. Yes, yeah. Clara, yeah. Ryan and Clara. So we called that they might not stay together, but they ended up staying together, which really is not surprising to me. What do you think,
0: Nathan? I, I still think... I just don't think I understand them. I think she's kind of closing herself a little bit for him cuz she seemed way more bubbly than she ended the season. She seemed she started the season way more bubbly than she ended it and I'm not really a fan of that. Um I'm not really a fan of any woman muting themselves or just kind of like toning themselves down but he's not expected to like Boost you know meet her level, get you know get at her level. so I'm not a big fan of that. Maybe they can date, but like marriage right now I, I don't know. I'm also offended by the fact that he was getting top and she was getting nothing. I'm very offended by that. so well,
1: we don't know if she was getting nothing. we just know she wasn't getting that deep. That's all we know she probably you think was she'd getting be complaining the way know.
0: she was if she was getting anything. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I do.
0: Oh, I definitely do. I if she wants the D,
1: it's not. If she wants the D and she's not getting the D, she's gonna want the D. You know, sometimes you just want the D. So <laughs> yeah, I think she would have complained, but I think that's also probably that's probably a reason why she's able to tolerate it too. Because really, if she wasn't getting nothing, would she have stayed married to him? unless she so she has to be getting. what what you think
0: i just i just don't think they're a good couple i don't like them together i think he's awkward i think she's not a good for him good fit for him i like them separately but them two together i would have never put them together ever
1: the religion religion thing alone i'm with you when it comes i am with you when you said like i just feel like i don't understand them and I'll be honest, I can see why they're attracted to each other. I think they are a cute balance and a cute couple. Yeah. But I do hope, I just hope that she is getting what she wants out of it. But I'm hoping that you know, after decision day, these eight weeks are up. When it's reunion time, she's like, eh, "Guess what, y'all? You know, it went down, and we pregnant probably some On day. Time. Yep. It probably did. Girl, right. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean it it is with them, but like whatever. So who's next? The drunkard and the pilot. (laughs) The drunkard.
1: Uh, (laughs) Oh. Virginia and
0: Eric. They stay together. (sighs) No, again, no. They don't need to be together. She's not ready to be in a relationship. She's not ready to be in a relationship. He's, to me, controlling. He's desperate to be married and to not be left again. So it's just, it's uh, no, I don't see it. I don't see it.
1: I do feel like Eric and Virginia are a train wreck waiting to happen. Yeah. But I will say even with Clara and Ryan and um, Eric and Virginia, one thing that's been consistent is their commitment to each other. Eric and Virginia, I for sure thought and saw coming that, you know, they might not have made it. And I do feel like uh, it's a little toxic. I see a lot of red flags with them, but they said that they were down for each other. And I'm like, you know, what can I say? If y'all are committed, y'all will overcome. Yep, you like it, I love it. The drama.
0: Yeah, I just... I don't like... Oh,
1: but yeah.
0: I don't like the ultimatums. Like, if you don't like it, get out. Like, that's very problematic for me. If every time there's a conflict, your resolution to that is just to kick me out or it's for me to leave. The fuck is that supposed to? Like... how is that fair to me how can I trust you in any way if every time we get into an argument literally you say you don't like it just leave you don't like it just leave find another situation find somewhere else to live Da-da-da-da. like no no I'm not being with somebody like that where you can easily dismiss me and like if you want to if you love me so much you know he'd be getting all shaky and he was he, he gets all like oh I love you and it's just I just love looking at you I'm just having a great time I'm so happy just being here with you Da-da-da-da. If you feel that strongly about me, how easily how is it so easy for you to dismiss me in an argument?
1: See, I don't feel like he dismisses her. I feel like she dismisses him all the time. I feel like she brings something to she brings something to his attention and he's immediately trying to fix it. She, he brings something to her attention and she is stubborn. She's freaking out, mm-hmm. you know, freaking out about the dog. I don't wonder how. And it it just goes back to so I I don't necessarily think that he easily is giving up. I can see him being frustrated because she needs so much. She's the one ready to throw it all away. She's the one with the commitment issues because she don't and he want to be she don't know she really don't want to be married. She she doesn't want to do the things that it's not even so much that she wants to have her own traditional roles when it comes to marriage. But the fact is she decided to stay with this guy who has this traditional perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you said that's where I see the clash is because my vision of a wife is not her vision of a wife. I don't think that you need to be staying at your homeboy's house. No, I don't care how long in your homeboy.
0: I don't care if you've known him since diapers go home. Mm hmm. Or go to your girlfriend's house. Do you so really have right. girlfriends?
1: Problematic. Does she have girlfriends? It don't really seem like that. Not, she, it looks like she has some, but she ain't going hard for them the way she's going hard for her guy friend. She lot the niggas,
0: don't she? Okay, girl. Mm. All right. Well. <laughs> so then they jumped right into Paige and Chris. Now, we not got to spend the six hours that they spent deliberating or deciding whether or not they want to be together. Six hours.
1: Ain't got time. To-
0: no time, it's actually quite disrespectful for them, for him to try to pull what he tried to pull. Okay, I'm just gonna jump into it because I feel very strongly about this. All right, so this is my thing about Chris. I'm gonna break, now, actually I'm gonna start with Paige. I don't like the fact, I don't like the fact that Paige, women like Paige, me at 25, be honest, we feel, We feel obligated to make men comfortable. And out of all the things that had that, that went wrong last night with Paige and Chris or that night with Paige and Chris during, on Decision Day, the one thing that I hated the most is that she chased after him when he started crying, when he started breaking down. I hated that because not once did he give a flying you-know-what about her feelings, about her tears. I wish y'all could see Courtney's giving me the period right now. He didn't care about anything. And I'm supposed to care that your, I'm a parent. So y'all I'm saying this with like the most respect, but I'm supposed to care now that your unborn child has, has, now that you have lost your unborn child, I'm supposed to just open my heart and legs and mind and soul back up to you. Now what he say now all I can think. Let me go back the page. Hold on. Don't like that. I don't like that they do that. I don't like that she did that. I don't like that she allowed him to play with her mind the way that he did. I don't like that she honestly that she even showed up. Girl where is your like where is your self-worth like how can you endure well she said well somebody one of them asked her that why do you keep coming back i had some hope hope of what he showed you what he was day <laughs> one girl you walked down the aisle and he sighed he said oh shit," when you walked down the aisle let's be real I'm not no Instagram model either, Paige, but I'm not trying to keep stay married to nobody. The first thing they say to me is that they're, they say, oh shit, because they don't like the way my face looks. He was very clear that it was her face. He was very clear about that several times. And he slept with you the night of the wedding, slept with you the morning after the wedding, slept with you again the morning after the wedding, tells you that he's not feeling you and you still chasing him on the back of what? A God, a God that you believe in, who is probably not agreeing with this at all. I don't like when people, I don't like when she say that. Oh, I feel like God has put us in this marriage for a reason. No, girl, God doesn't want to see you struggle. What's the blessing in this? What's the lesson in this? Heartache? What you
1: don't deserve? You knew that before you got with the man. Chris? The lesson is she self-esteem. That's what she needs to learn. This is a really hard lesson. Think about this. Think about this. You have a lot of girls who are going through what Paige is going through. Mm -hmm. Paige was willing to put up with him. For real, for real. And he felt justified in his actions. You know why he was embarrassed and you know why she had to have been embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Because it's Aaron on TV. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why he was trying to no,
0: keep I don't his know. conscious on this, this on decision day. You're yep. everything I wanted in a wife. Da, 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 da. No, no,
1: I wasn't. No, I'm not. I'm not what you need. It's playing out. It's playing out. And she probably would have continued to put up with him and put up with it if other people did not hold her accountable. Yeah. By reminding her that she deserved better.
0: That's whack. That was whack. Like, it's just like... And I hadn't, I mean, we watched, what's this, the 12th season? We've watched probably every season of this show, and I have never seen any of the counselors or whoever get so involved with a couple. This couple, this guy is just the worst. He is the worst. He is worse. He is, he is, I don't like him. I don't like that they chose him. And honestly, am I pregnant? Why am I about to cry? Like, why am I emotional? But I just don't like it. I don't like men playing with emotions like that with women. Like, if you don't like me, say you don't like me. If you don't find me attractive, say you don't find my face. Say you don't find me or my face attractive. Don't don't sleep with me. Don't lie to me. Don't fill my head up. Don't go back and forth and be like, I don't like you today, but then tomorrow I do. Don't do that. Make a decision like Pastor Kyle said. You can't sit here and say we undecided. No, you're not undecided. Or I'm going to make a decision. That's
1: what. Sure. Yeah, that's what bothered me with that whole, their whole shenanigans. Make a decision. Either y'all going to stay together or you're not going to stay together. And Peyton, if y'all you decide agree? that y'all can't. If you can't make the decision, you're deciding to stay married. Period. And if you and. If you decided, if you walking up in here and you deciding to get a divorce, see, it goes back to those uncomfortable conversations. Really, neither one of them was real. Yeah. Because in all actuality, she wanted to come in there with a divorce, too. Yeah. But he came up in there like guys do, and he dead said dead dead. a whole bunch of stuff that she deserved to hear. Mm-hmm. He finally yeah, was being accountable for his actions and, and being real. She but guess what? Like you it. said. He ain't he never once day one. See, it would be different if they had some type of history. But like you said, day one, he was not interested. And he made it clear. So there was there was nothing for her to debate about because he never showed any interest in you at all. I will say this about Paige. She handled herself with, I mean, we, I wouldn't have done it.
0: But she handled herself really with
1: so much
0: on fire,
1: fire. Yeah, she handled it with so much grace, for real. And she was there for him. So, you—if she would have went off on him and cussed him out, it wouldn't have had the same impact that she was there for him the whole time. So he has no choice when he's fifty-six years old, stupid. And I'm like Paige. In all actuality, divorce the guy and if he want to chase you he can chase you and y'all can date you don't need to be married to this fool so he can be cock blocking yeah you are married girl oh, and I can say he's, a, he's okay. a narcissist he's a narcissist even
0: the the that yeah. part she was like she she mentioned that there were some good things and he's like like what <laughs> Toot toot, like, is that what you're looking for? Like, are you looking for a horn toot? Like, what are you looking for, bro? I just, uh, I think the tears would be, I don't, I don't, I fall for nothing. The 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 only thing I will give Chris, the end of the episode when they were all together at somebody's backyard and he, it sounded like he was very genuine with how he was. And I believe him. I believe he was trying to defend himself because he didn't know how he looks stupid. So it's like, you can't go, you can't backtrack on how you're treating this girl. You're, it already happened on national TV. So all you can do is defend yourself and just try to like cover yourself as much as possible. So I believe that. I believe that behavior. I believe that's what he was trying to do. I, one of the things he was trying to do. That's the only time I'll give him some grace is when he came back and apologized to uh, the flight, the the pilot and um, the rest of them. Virginia. About Virginia about his behavior. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I hope he didn't apologize for calling her a drunkard because it was very true but because <laughs> this was lit all season <laughs> um
1: i just oh, it, see it's really three. hard
0: for me to watch chris and Paige. it's really painful like it's super painful to watch them because i'm just like girl how do you not
1: see it we see it how do you not see that this is the problem that's why she on the show she really needs to be on find a therapist
0: she needs to be on, on matchables
1: no i'm gonna tell you who needs to be on unmatchables who, who should have been on unmatchables i don't know why he wasn't on unmatchables oh. jake 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 oh. Haley Scott. oh speaking of i jake had of that Haley. thought on wednesday like he should have been on unmatchables that boy is weird
0: oh, he's so weird he's too weird at the age and <laughs> no, i was laughing he's too weird at the age that he's at like <laughs> And I think it's also weird that he was like, it's just a hug. You're trying to touch my boobs, my back, my chest. You're trying to touch everything on me. It's not just a hug. That's weird. If I tell you, no, don't, your comeback should not be, it's just a hug. Oh, because we slept together. That gives you the right to hug me. Mm.
1: He's a bit of a creep. Stuff like that, stuff like that, it, it just goes back to. Hey, I'm a good guy. I respect women, so yeah. you owe me. Yeah, that's what that sound like to me. Ooh. Like I've respected you as your husband, and you should have sex with me. I'm about to pause real quick. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Honestly, that again, another couple, Haley and Jake, or just why? Like, I don't think they thought that through. Clearly, I don't think that he was a good fit for her. I'm glad that they parted ways. I don't think I I also don't care enough about that couple to, like, say more, but I'm just glad they
1: parted ways. I am, too, and I did like Haley's dress. What do you... Now,
0: Haley looked good. Walk up in that decision room, though. Good. good. Okay, we're gonna talk about outfits, because I was actually quite impressed with the women's uh, selection, but Brianna's man, we're gonna skip (laughs)
1: No, I'm ready. They they last. What's they were last? Why did
0: he wear that small suit? <laughs> did you see how tightly buttoned that suit jacket was? That Pastor that Kyle like tell my man know. to button that suit jacket. Pastor Kyle wasn't like, you know, he's looking real stucky right now. <laughs> it made me so mad. Like somebody popped the button. Like it looked stretched. Anyway, not important. Oh, so they stayed together. Oh, y'all, we mentioned it, but Jake and Haley—they clearly did not stay together. Yeah, uh, we mentioned it. We did not stay together. It's it's the it's the vodka, y'all. She and got me. <laughs>
1: anyway, yeah. So, right, so
0: and Vincent. What's your thoughts on them?
1: They stay together, and they again. I will say these couples that have really liked each other. They've been riding for each other the whole season. It really ain't, it hasn't really been too much flip-flopping stuff. So. Yeah. Those who liked each other have liked each other. And those who did not make it past the honeymoon did not didn't make, make it. it. So. <laughs> yeah. Brianna and Vincent, I would have been shocked. And mm-hmm. Vincent kind of had me nervous at the end when he was like, but. He said all these good things, y'all. Hit her with a, but. I
0: need to tell you something.
1: but he it was cute he can't he rewarded her with some cheesecake cute and corny
0: proposed with a cheesecake corny he's gonna be the corny husband for sure
1: it gave me all the feels i started smiling
0: yeah (laughs) honestly too i feel like like i i think almost six years coming this june next month and um yes guys i'm the person that has to count i gotta go i gotta count it because i just don't be knowing Um, marriage is not easy by any means. I don't care if you've been together for 20 years and then you got married. I don't care if you've been together for two months and then you got married. It's just not an easy thing. And I feel like one, doing a process like married at first sight is very bold. You don't know what you're going to get. It's like you're playing with that Russian roulette game. And you're honestly putting your heart, like your emotions, that's something very, very serious, I feel like that they're doing and putting on the line. So to do that, I think it takes a lot of courage. I think one, it takes maybe sometimes a lot of desperation um, for some people, but Brianna and Vincent, I feel like those were two people that you, like they knew, they knew what they were getting themselves into. And I feel like that they they did have a lot of like hard, good conversations. And even with Brianna, like when he would say thing, when he said the thing, like, you know, when your family said it was bossy, it turned me off. Yeah. She was very verbal about it, but she seemed to be able to handle it and accept that um, critique and not think of it as like a negative in her personality. Cause she did mention that she was like, this is such a big part of me. Like, how am I supposed to change this? And then she, I think, I think that that knowledge of like okay we have to compromise somewhere kind of clicked in for them, and I really like it. I really, mm-hmm. really love them together. So I'm I'm excited to see what what happens. I hope they start busting out some little you know Puerto Rican or Dominican babies, black and Dominican babies. I'm here for it. I'm here for <laughs> it. So I just wish that he kind of toughens up a little bit, a little bit.
1: Yeah, he will. He He's going to be, at. they're going to adjust to each other well. She's going to know how not to trigger him, and he's going to end up learning. He can't be triggered by everything. Yeah. So I think they're a good match. And one thing that was cute, they said, we bring out the best in each other. Isn't that cute? So that was cute. Brianna's gorgeous. She's my favorite. I will say, honestly, of my and technically, it was a pretty decent season it was what would they say three out of five that's a what three that's out of five good. we'd give them and 60 percent. that ain't that good mary that first sight
0: yeah i mean honestly <laughs> i just i mean i just wish i wish the chris and paige story i mean i'm, I'm honestly okay let me be real I'm glad that it was I'm glad what happened happened because I feel like more women need to be conscious and aware of when these when men are gaslighting us and like really like I feel like we don't see a lot of what we saw in the show in our own lives when we're dealing with men like that women in general dealing with men like that because we don't get to see it there's no camera they're not forced to tell the truth. You know, nothing is like really putting them out there to like, be so honest. I'm happy that that type of conversation, that type of relationship dynamic was shown because it's very common Mm -hmm. where men get with black women, black men or I'm gonna speak for what's happening. Black men get with black women that may not be what they're looking for 100% in the face, but we provide all the physique that they want. So it's like, okay, you're gonna use me for my physique, but then you're gonna you're gonna string me along because you're not comfortable with what my face looks like. That's a problem, and it's very common. So I'm happy that they addressed it. I'm happy that it was shown. I'm happy that Paige eventually. I did text you. It was like Paige, I got no self worth. And then literally five minutes after that, she dumped him. But I'm happy that the conversation happened I just I think because I've been through it it's just so freaking embarrassing it's like oh my god girl just run 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 right
1: she felt like they didn't have a chance but girl y'all had a chance because you're the one he was married with Mm -hmm. and really he shouldn't have been on the show no. And I'm even wondering if maybe he got married to make the other girl jealous. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of like, I've had a lot of questions regarding him when it comes to did he, what's his intentions even good when he was getting on the show, which is very disappointing because he looked uh, good enough on paper for them to say he was magical. He was able to play that facade yeah, Talking all that church stuff. He, he always girl.
0: Okay, last thing.
1: Black women,
0: a, relation, a marriage is not your saving grace. Being somebody's wife is not like a goal that you have to reach. You may want to, you may want to. God is not calling you to be put through turmoil and stress and abuse just for the sake of being married. So you wanna slap on, or you wanna deal with toxic men or abusive, cause Chris was very abusive, probably most so verbally, obviously verbally and emotionally, he was verbally and emotionally abusive towards Paige and probably towards a lot of other women he's been with. Um, but y'all don't have to say, you like, Christian, you black Christian women like Paige, hey, that's who I'm talking to. Because I used to be one of them thinking that, oh, the Lord is going to give me and what he gives me, I have to accept and just work through it. Derek Jackson's wife. No, you don't have to be, you don't have to put up with this BS. God would not want you to, to suffer just for love. How would, that's not, that's not what that is. And I don't like that she kept mentioning that, like, that, no. I just don't agree with that rhetoric of like, God wants me to do this. So I'm just going to stick it out. I'm going to be abused. I'm going to do that. Not let me say abused, but this is how I'm visioning for myself. Like it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And I, and it's, it's such a cop-out. It's such a cop-out. Like, mm-hmm. no. God
1: is not forcing you in a relationship. God is going to send a man to you. So to get on married at first sight. Are you waiting on God? You're not no, waiting not, girl. <laughs> Why are Why you bringing God up? There you go, Courtney. You God, like leave me out of this.
0: Yes, <laughs> You don't want nothing to do with that. But honestly, y'all, I said last night if she, if Paige stayed with Chris, I was never gonna watch the show again. I admit that. She did not stay with him, so um, I guess I'll be back for season thirteen. I hope can we go to a new city because Atlanta, y'all are they really did not do Atlanta justice. Um, and my At all. Yeah, the first Atlanta season right. was trash too. Except it was a white couple that made it trash. It was that weird girl and she wouldn't even like sit next to her. husband.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I watched their first time in that. No, Atlanta. Courtney, she wouldn't even
0: sit next to him. She would not, like she did not. He was, he was, he was Eric and she was. She was, give me somebody cold. She was Jake. No, she was Jake, but colder, like cold. <laughs> she was mute, monotone, didn't say much, but she, when she did, it was like disrespect. Like it was, oh, it was so bad. And they had this beautiful house. They set them up really nicely. Oh, and she was just like, I don't like you. Like she did not like him. It was it was such a horrible. F- oh, it was so bad. Oh, it was so bad. But not worse <laughs> than Jake and Haley though. <laughs> <laughs> and them damn dogs. Everybody this season had a dog. It was like at one point they had a house of like five dogs. One of them couples had like five dogs. Like ew. Right. Yeah, that's just me because I'm not a dog person. But anyway, people all and on about this. People, Married at First Sight. Watch it. <laughs> Don't watch it.
1: All right, well. So. Yeah. Watch it. Please don't play yourself. Yeah, I. watch it. <laughs> All it's right, good. so, it's
0: what's next? Oh, can I say one more thing about Meredith Forsyth? Mm-hmm. On the serious tip, they mm-hmm. do give really, really good advice. I think that the experts give really good, they, uh, what's it called, homework. I think they give really good, uh, what's it called, assignments or whatever, and really Good advice. Like I'd be writing stuff down, like you know what? You are right, Pastor Cal. I need to be uh <laughs> need to be saying this or like I need that's true. So
1: I co-sign, I do co-sign that.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, you all. So let's talk about my girl. So you all I watched that Wendy Williams Lifetime movie, and I'm gonna be honest, it has me I it changed my perspective on Wendy Williams, you know. Wendy Williams, you know, she's known to be this gossip she's known for her gossip talk show she has her hot topics what you doing or what is it how you doing what well, I, I, do, I used to know so, i used to know how to. what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> you know wendy she she's her own person and i respect that she gets a lot of hate and she overcomes it and so anyway y'all wendy she went through her thing with her ex-husband he played her um had a baby on her really really sad and so she was dating this new guy or whatever and that so of course man. y'all know wendy williams she be talking her stuff that white, mm-hmm. man. The white man okay yeah that was her boo and so anyway guess what so y'all know her first beef y'all was with erica manna erica minna has been famous she is a famous loving hip-hop alum and
0: for kicking people in the neck she kicked her baby daddy in the neck (laughs) She she she's so messy she's so messy and married to the first
1: time right the first time she was on the show loving hip-hop new york and she got into it with kimbella because she had sex with joelle santana and so she's been on there for several years now, married to Safari, like Nikki said, Nikki Minaj's ex. Can I just say she that? Was I Bay.
0: Know, can I just say I don't know if I could be married to that schlong for the rest of my life. That's just too much. <laughs> can I just say that?
1: That's too much. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> hey. So anyway, y'all, Erica Minna, she just came out. I think Safari came out first talking about he made a statement about marriage and um definitely was a negative statement. I would hate for my man to be married to me to come out with a statement like that. And so him and Erica Mena was going back and forth. Well, ma'am, y'all, lo and behold, guess who announces that they're pregnant with their second baby?
0: Erica Mena. Is it Erica Mena
1: and Safari? It is Erica and Safari. Of course, they have you baby. Know, you know, y'all are the talk of the town. Y'all are gonna be the talk of the town, cause girl, you like people looking at you like y'all just came out with this public, public. You're putting your business out there for everybody to see. In the so comments, you're leaving and the door open.
0: Y'all are commenting, yeah, and putting posts out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So Wendy Williams, get on her show. And of course, it's a hot topic. And y'all, basically what Wendy Williams says, you know, a baby is not going to save marriage. And so if y'all are already having troubles, why are you going to bring a baby into this picture? It's not going to save your marriage.
0: Real tea, Wendy. Real tea.
1: Oh, she said some real talk. Well, guess who got pissed?
0: Erica, of course. Erica
1: Mena, of course. And she wanted to go in on Wendy Williams. But people got to understand, this is Wendy Williams' job. And so she know that if she talking stuff about y'all, then, yeah, she's opening the door for you to have something to say about her. Erica is sad that Wendy gave you some real advice, some real talk. And you don't want to listen. You're going to be out here like Princess Love and Ray J.
0: It's like that, though. People be trying to, like... I get why people don't like Wendy, but Wendy been Wendy before she been Wendy. Like that's like you said, that movie mm. explained it very clearly. Like, okay, she been like this. This has been her mouth since she was a child, but she also spits real tea. And I think that's wholeheartedly because she been through a lot of stuff. Right. She been through a lot exactly. of stuff. So people want to try to dog her and tell her, you know, but she really owns the. I'll, like you know in between the shade leaves she really is giving her some really good advice like a child is not going to make this any better it's
1: probably gonna make it worse so exactly like you said like we saw some of the stuff that she's already experienced and so y'all want to throw in her face well you lost your husband right
0: which is not fair she know how to it lose him on her own accord like she didn't lose him because she because she did something he's we're gonna talk about that when we get to Portia Williams, how it's twofold when uh, with the men and the women and the whole cheating thing, or we're gonna talk about that. But it's twofold. Mm-hmm. Wendy Williams didn't didn't her husband didn't leave her on some on the back yeah. that she did. Let's make it very clear. He was probably more so intimidated by her.
1: But I digress. Exactly, because she was the she was the boss. But, yep, that's a whole nother story. So, anyway, it does kind of, it, it's annoying because it's like, y'all know Wendy Williams. That's like, you're going to argue with me and Nikki about talking about you on our podcast. We're not Wendy Williams, but you, that's her job. She's talking about people. You can't stand the truth. Well, there is one person who came for Wendy Williams with the type of energy that Wendy Williams be giving out. And oh, I do want energy. to give a shout out too. That her energy. Let me give a shout out to NBA Young Boys Mama. Sharonda Gordon. Who's <laughs> sitting in her yeah. bathtub. With a big old mug of tea. And she got her own talk for Wendy Williams. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. Now. Girl. You should have knew that wasn't going to last. You know that man
0: couldn't keep you around bring his property down no real come on guys she's 75 years old running around here telling everybody's business, doing her own business she knew that wasn't gonna last huh that's i wouldn't even be worried about her anymore at least you're a woman that got her man and knows how to keep him
1: Yo, if you can't beat her, join her. If you can't beat
0: her, join her. That's all it is. That's all it is. I
1: mean, sure. So she did that. I'm like, I'm like, dang. Yeah, y'all could go back and forth now with y'all little Sharonda on the road to her own show. Aren't
0: aren't they both seventy five anyway? Like, is Wendy Williams really seventy five though? She (laughs) is. Yeah, it's
1: not Wendy. No, I said no. She ain't no seventy-five. Oh, my girl,
0: I girls, about to say, where the hell have I been? Wendy Williams is seventy-five. <laughs> That's the same age as my husband's grandparent. No, well, not that same age, but she older than my grandmama
1: <laughs> Man, Wendy Williams probably younger than Sharonda Garden, if if we tell him the truth.
0: He' being real, yeah. So, honestly, though, I feel like oh, sure, she people like it. People, how fifty six. That's it. Yo, I'm not gonna lie lie. I did catch a glimpse of the Wendy Williams show the other day and Wendy was moving at a snail's pace like her legs were moving like inch by inch and I don't know maybe she was a little tipsy I don't know what's in that coffee cup that she'd be drinking on that show but sis was moving I was like damn is she 75 for real But um, (laughs) I think people like Wendy, people like Charlemagne, anybody that kind of falls in that category of a radio or TV personality that kind of has that platform that's very critical of others and and does it, I feel like, in a way that just befitting of their job. Honestly, I don't think outside, I don't know about Wendy, because I saw that movie and she seemed very interested in people's outside lives, but even outside of her work. I don't really think Charlemagne or people outside of that care that much. So when people get riled up by 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 people like or what you call it? like a uh, like people like Wendy, it's like she's just doing her job. How can you get mad at that? You are gonna get mad at the Shade Room TMZ and every other network that decides to talk about what you already want us to talk about anyway? You you put it out there. You and Safari talked about your relationship <coughs> on purpose. So why are you mad that the people that are talking about it's like when that whole Neo and Crystal thing happened. Neo gets his panties in a bunch. And I like Neo. I'm never ashamed to say that I love his music. I I used to think he was very attractive hat on only obviously. Um, he just don't do it for me anymore. But they got into another big tip publicly they were getting divorced. And this woman had her, another blogger, had her two cents to say about it. And he's like, how bored must you be? Like, he tried to demean her. And I'm like, bro, you're, y'all are the ones putting it out there. If you don't want people to talk about your lives, be a Beyonce. Don't tell nobody about what's going on in your household. Like, it's simple mm-hmm. as, not be the celebrity that chooses to put your business out there to get a problem when somebody says something it's just that simple same thing for me um we're content creators i can't get pissed when somebody got an opinion about what i put out there i'm put it out there giving them an opportunity to give me their opinion that's the point of social media you putting this stuff out there for validation same thing with tyrese and his girlfriend tyrese on instagram shaving her badge fresh on the instagram so people are saying girl you look stupid And she's like, I ain't doing this for validation. So why did you record it and put it on Instagram? Yes, you are. Why? There's
1: some weird stuff.
0: Because they're looking for validation. Because you know what would have happened if somebody said, yeah, girl, I'll let my man shave my bush every time we're about to get it on. If they said that, she wouldn't have said anything about seeking validation because she would have gotten the validation she was seeking. So all these celebrities have a right. problem with Wendy and whoever else got an issue with what you put out. Don't put the shit out there. How about that? Don't put it out there. Don't say anything. Don't. Don't. Get off of social media. But you need us to talk about this. So either pay your bills or don't.
1: Mm, exactly. <laughs> right, while y'all out here making all the My yeah. thing is, you got these celebrities. They're going to be out. They love to say, I ain't broke though. No, I ain't either. broke though. I ain't broke either. Me, ain't broke y'all me. out here making OnlyFans. You gotta make an OnlyFans to keep your head above water. How are you really making money? <laughs> you ain't on loving hip hop no more. Thank
0: you. Let's be real. You so. not, you're not an artist. You ain't a Neo. Let's be real. Neo can right. still do that stupid stuff I was just talking about and still want to make buku. Buku. Amounts of money on singing the same sad love song he's been singing for 10 years. Yet, Erica, right. you, sorry, what y'all got to show for us? Safari. Problem. Speaking of weirdos. All right. Again,
1: <laughs> who's our next weirdo?
0: People who shame uh women for getting plastic surgery after having a, a child, they're weirdos because they don't know. And Courtney, I know I'm going in this episode. And I'm going to try to calm down. But I told you I've been no, hot you cool. ready. <laughs> you cool, girl. I just think it's okay. So we, th- I'm talking about Hazel E, y'all. I'm talking about Hazel E. She went to some out of the U.S. country. Turkey. Turkey. I she was thinking that, but I, I didn't want to be wrong. So she went to Turkey to get a mommy makeover and it flipped on her. And yeah, there's part of the internet who's like, oh my God, so sorry this happened to you. I hope you get well, yada, 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 that sounds the same. Then there's this other part of the internet where you know people choke on hot dogs quite often. And they're, t- they're bashing this woman for trying to find peace within herself. Now, I'm a mama. I know what happens to your body after you've had a child. Your breasts, your belly, your skin, your, your bladder. Like, things change. So I'm all for and probably will be on the train of moms who are able to have a surgery just to get their body back. Like, I get that. But y'all about to shame this woman and say it's her fault? That this stuff is happening to her because she shouldn't have had the surgery? No, that's not not the point of what this is about here. Yeah, people have botched surgeries all the time, but this woman has clearly clearly had self-acceptance problems since the moment she stepped out onto the Hollywood scenes. I'm talking about way before Love and Hip Hop, Mm -hmm. I mean uh, Los Angeles, LA, way before that. So she's clearly had some issues, but now that she's a parent and she's verbalizing, these are the things as a mom that I want to change for myself. I want to do better for myself. I want these things to be better so I can love myself, so I can be a better parent. And y'all are just dogging her. Kick rocks. Why don't you push a baby out your vag or your penis hole, your penile hole? And you tell me if you're going to feel the same about that. Tell me. You know, nurse a baby from your tit for a year or more. You tell me if you're gonna wanna look at your boobs the same way again. That's not fair. People even, I, I'm and I'm, oh, I'll be liking the Kate for Kim. Even with Kim, people were dogging her when she got really big, you know, when she gained a lot of weight with North. And so this woman never wanted to have another child naturally, ever. Y'all may say that she had some health complications. I call it a lie. This woman never had another child naturally after that. You tell me if these women can't be me. I can't be in Hollywood. It's either I'm going to lose my mind like a lot of other people have and they just kind of go. Or I just won't have that lifestyle. I would have to give up my career because that's too much.
1: That's too much. And that's really sad. The the saddest thing with the Hazel E thing is she gets bullied all the time and that's my thing you you really have people out here cyber bullying these celebrities and sure you can sit here and argue all day long that they signed up for what they're getting but at the same time as a person why not show them some compassion you know hazel e like you said she does have it's it's clear to me she looks like somebody with low self-esteem and I would never want to I felt really sad to hear that she had that botched surgery Mm -hmm. and for her to publicize it and really raise awareness Mm -hmm. to other people going through a similar situation I think that that's really big and really full of her and you know It's not my place to judge her, but I was like, if anything, I am going to pray for her in a situation like that, that she can overcome and that she will overcome. But we can't keep because what's killing me is y'all, you sit here and you have this industry that judges women based on their looks, whether it's their size, their body shape, their color, their wig. Y'all. And and then. You want to shame them, but then when they decide to do something about it to make themselves feel good, then you want to shame the men. Now y'all want to sit here and act like it's this way, but, oh, we want women to have their natural bodies. No, you don't. But who you putting in your music video? Who you got twerking on Instagram, Boosie? Who you putting in your music videos, Chris Brown? Yeah, facts. Facts.
0: Not not, not
1: what they, not.
0: no. I feel bad. I mean, I'm, I, I don't, yeah. at this current moment in my life, I don't, thank God, I don't have, I've developed to a point to where that type of thing is does not exist in my life. You're going to get the body that I got. Like, that's just what it is. And I think it takes a certain level of comfort within yourself to get there. So I pray that Hazel E, I don't know what her real name is, but Hazel E, I pray that she gets to a point to, and not just for herself, but for her child. She's going to have to learn to self to be self-accepted of who she is because she's going to have to teach her child that. I don't want her teaching her child that who how she came out is not good enough. So I really hope that she gets to a point to where she can accept herself, where she's not fighting these internet, you know, thugs over nothing over nothing your own Mm -hmm. body girl honestly on the flip side of that you also don't have to you don't have to share it like and I think and I thought about it when when that came out I'm thinking girl they've been tormenting you for years and then you keep giving them stuff to talk to torment you over like just
1: stop are they paying I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know why she out. I don't know if she put it out to raise awareness. I don't know if she put it out for attention. Um, but you're right. She's going to ha- be, she could have lost her life. She could have lost her life. And, and that's Over the thing, you city. know, I, plastic surgery is so popular now. So popular now. It's like, but it is, they lost surgery. But like, people are literally dying. You do have people who die from it. So yeah. It's tons
0: of girls. I know several women. I know a couple girls out here getting like, I know th- when we talk about plastic surgery, because it's not just about BBLs or just getting like or getting lipo or something. There are a lot of women losing their lives when they have when they do lose the weight and then they have all this excess skin. So they're trying to go get that removed. I saw a woman who passed from you know having complications during that surgery. So it's like we we I don't see no man out here getting lipo, uh, from the, under the, because of him being, you know, bullied and stuff by people the uh, internet, other than flunk, flunk, funk master flex. He did. You get know lipo.
1: what I think? It, I was going to say, I do think it happens commonly in Hollywood and we just don't know about it
0: on the men's side, mm-hmm. which is the problem for yeah. me. Why? Why are we not talking about these dad bods? Well, I guess we are talking about dad bods, but we're making it cool because we're like, I got a dad bod. Look at me. I'm going to get it right in six weeks. You know what I else you got not doing in those six weeks? You ain't taking care of your kids. You ain't doing nothing else around the house. All you're doing is focused on you losing your dad. But on the flip side, you got the woman over here who got the saggy mommy titties and the saggy belly and still having to take care of the children, the household, and maybe work a job. So if you got a problem with that same woman wanting to go and get a little snip and tug just to make herself happy, then come and pick up some slack so she can go to the gym or something. Come and do something to help her make it easy for her to
1: be able to do the things she needs to do to be happy. You got so much of an opinion. If you have so much of. Yeah. So, you know what, Nikki? I did end up pulling up some of the male celebrities who have admitted to getting plastic surgery. All right. Let's hear it. Because it's not, it's not just the women out here. Really, Michael Jackson is a big example. We saw how much he changed his body. Right.
0: Poor, poor kid. Did he change the color or was it mostly face?
1: Well, he changed his whole color. I'm sure it's more that we don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. Pause. Are we saying that he did not have vitiligo? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Let me just say that I don't know. I am not saying that Michael Jackson, maybe he did. Honestly, I think it's too strange. I mean, I think It's called by the colors. He went completely. So, but off. I don't
0: know he did I mean I know yes. it's a topic of a lot of people's I know it's not a it's not a, what we just talked about what we just said is not uncommon but yeah I thought he just had work done to his face but that would be really interesting if he had so much work done to where he went as far as like changing his pigmentation because he yeah he died, I don't know. Right. he died a white man if you look at him hmm.
1: I don't know. Honestly, anything with Michael Jackson is suspicious to me. And when it comes to that, his whole skin color changing, it wouldn't surprise me if that was some sinister. Somebody did something to really mess him up. Yeah. Yeah. But no evidence. So I don't no evidence. No face, no case. OK, so. The Rockets Rock had plastic surgery. Oh, what? He got fat he got fats removed from his rounded pecs.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, sure. All right, all right. I know, right? Can I get some fat removed from my rounded oh. muffin top? Can, can I get that? If we talking about fat, removed? Hey. Uh, who else you got on that list? Br- Brad
1: Pitt. Got some work
0: do. done on his ears. Not On either. his ears. <laughs> people be looking at their
1: ears and this mostly. is just the stuff that this just this, them people in Hollywood be looking at them ears hey Brad Pitt, your ears are a little pointed I can't even see my ears you need ears. to get some work
0: done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I see them but I don't see them maybe I got good ears go ahead <laughs>
1: Zac Efron they get getting those jobs Zac Efron Robert Pattinson some of the the got his. Listen, Tom Cruise got his eyelids. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. did something to his eyelids too.
0: To make their eyes look big. Oh, it's to make their
1: make them look younger. younger. It's eyelid surgery. Girl, stop! Now you have flawless eyelids. According to the article on reading. Oh, Howard Stein. Is he still alive? Howard Stein. Yep, he's still alive.
0: Oh, I Simon live. Cowell. I believe that.
1: It was it's called an eyelid. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. That is too much. And Gordon Ramsay, so a lot of these men are out here, and I'm gonna be honest. It's probably a lot of them who just ain't came out and told us,
0: yeah, or just gone on IG. Who knows? Drake might have had plastic.
1: Drake might not have a real body.
0: I hey, you know what? Honestly, at at the end of the day, though,
1: does it matter? No, it don't matter to me.
0: It don't matter to me.
1: Either. You got but what you the got. Plastic- I got what I got. And that's it. Right. But we do have to, can we start a movement on self-acceptance? We have to, not only just self-acceptance because you can't tell people to accept themselves and then you go out and you tear them down. Yeah. So. No, I agree. If we're going to self-acceptance, yeah, and body positivity—that's what—that's what my little sister she said. You know, it's the body positivity movement. Okay, Courtney. Then I got something
0: for you, then, friend. Body positivity. What about
1: Lizzo?
0: You don't think Lizzo? Stands Lizzo, for body I don't think
1: positivity? it's. A, I think that Lizzo do stand for body positivity. I definitely do, and I respect Lizzo. I think that Lizzo is living her best life and so I like that
0: oh maybe you weren't the friend that's okay maybe it was another friend but I had a friend recently say she ain't gonna be naked to say that though she don't gotta be
1: naked to make a point that wasn't you no no I will say this I will no I did say something about her being naked all the time okay but I don't have a problem with I don't have a problem with her being naked because of her size Mm. I have a problem with anybody who takes their, I feel like she's just naked a lot. And I'm not even going to so much as say it's a problem because it's none of my business. It's not an issue. But I I do think about the fact that we have a lot of these celebrities, not just Lizzo, Megan The Stallion, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, all of them fit in the mold. You don't have to be naked all the time to make a statement. Okay. And for you to be naked all the time It goes back to me being like, well, what it goes back to even your question earlier. I'm putting myself out there and I'm naked. What is what type of attention am I trying to attract?
0: Do you think it would matter? I just don't think that she were the same way she is without promoting body positivity. Do you think it would matter then if she were just like if she were just like any other small figured woman who's just in bikinis or just shaking their ass whenever they want do you think that still would be the same if
1: she had not been okay same i agree i now for me for me now for other people i do think that people people definitely go in on lizzo because of her size yes yep so i'm not gonna sit here and make it seem like it's not an issue at all
0: i I think that people
1: need she need to be accepted yeah Yeah, I I, honestly, honestly, she might go hard with the nakedness to me. She might go hard with the nakedness because of the fact that, uh, you know, she has to. She has her own body positivity movement. Yeah. So, and I feel like
0: people like that. Still, I do like Lizzo. I no issues. No complaints, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Two things about the Lizzo thing. One, I think that I, I think that it is a little played out. It's like, are if you're doing this for the greater good, fine. If you're doing this for yourself, Lizzo, you don't need self acceptance from regular people. You really don't. You don't need the acceptance from me. You don't need the validation from anybody else in Hollywood. Like. Okay be validated within yourself and that's enough. That's where I stay with that. Like I'm like, okay, oh, to right. be naked, do what you want to do, whether you skinny, big, long titties, short titties, big, short, big booty, little booty, like however you choose to identify. I feel like at the end of the day, you have to accept who you are. And if you have to put it out there, if you have to seek validation in order for you to accept who you are and how your body is, and that's where it gets misconstrued. Now, if you are here just trying to be naked for the greater good so that big girls can stop being shamed, fine, fine, whatever. I don't have to look at it if I don't like it. I don't have to support it if I don't want to, fine. What I will say, as naked as Lizzo is, the last thing I'm looking at is her, it's her naked body. What I'd be looking at is her feet. <laughs> Lizzo, what is it, sis? She got we got, we got to tend to our feet, people. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. So as naked as she be, her titties I is not what I'm looking at.
1: <laughs> and I will say this: like Lizzo, you can sing. This girl can sing. She can play I ain't seen Jasmine. I ain't seeing um, Jasmine Sullivan out here getting naked, twerking on Instagram. I'm not seeing Adele out here getting naked, twerking on Instagram. Aretha Franklin ain't out here when she got rest of her soul. She wasn't out here getting naked, twerking for Instagram. And I think that all of them, you still could say, have had their own messages of body positivity. So it's like, dang, you know, the thing with Lizzo is Lizzo can really sing and I'm not hearing about her music. and. The shenanigans are kind of overpowering, you know, her reputation really as a musician. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, you
0: could sing. Yeah. But I think I feel like Lizzo gets so much love from like white, black all around the world that a lot of yeah just kind of goes over her head. But it's really it's it's a big talk. A, a big talk. And I know we were started talking about the Hazel E thing, but in general, like I I feel like as it sounds so cliche, but as women, we have so many standards to live up to. Let's say like societal norms and societal standards to live up to. Yet when we try to live up to those standards, we get, we get bashed for whatever way we try to deal with it. So do you want me to deal with my mental health or you do you not want me to deal with my mental health? Do you want me to get rid of the fupa or do you not want me to get rid of the fupa? Like, do you want me to have big fluffy titties or do you not? Like, what is it? And if you got something to say about every single mom, at least support me when I'm down. Support me when I'm down. The girl lost her titties. Like for goodness' sake, like she was gonna lose her life, all for the sake, mm-hmm. all for the sake of trying to uphold some standard, some false standard that she's trying to live up to that we society, not me, because I don't give a rat's ass, but like that we have put upon ourselves. So this girl was willing to like die to be cute. Nah, bro.
1: To be cute,
0: not me. Anyway, speaking of to be cute, Portia Williams, Courtney,
1: Portia Williams. That's your show. So, what you got to say about your girl? Fallon and Portia have never
0: been. This is a very simple thing. Fallon and Portia have never been friends. They were introduced, air quotes, two f- four fingers introduced as friends on the show. They were not friends. You know who's Portia's friends are? Shamia and the other girl, the Canadian chick. That's who her friends are. Fallon, no point, right? But let's not talk about Fallon. Let's not talk about Portia. Let's talk about Simon. Simon is the man in this whole ordeal. Yet Fallon and Portia are the only ones being mentioned in this th- in this true love triangle. How come, how come Simon gets no responsibility in his actions in this relationship? Unless you have a court, I ain't seen nobody yeah. holding him accountable. Who
1: holding him accountable? Well, actually what I saw, well actually what I saw was another woman Came out and she said that she was dating dating him. Oh, I did dating see it. him, that white lady. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, white or whatever she was. Whatever she she was. came out. She said, and I don't know if it was true, but she did. Alle- she's allegedly. She said we were dating for about six months, and um, then all of a sudden he's engaged to Portia. So she was salty. Okay. So I did <laughs> see that. It's it's like, why
0: we fo- why do we constantly focus on the women in these relationships when the men, it's a 50-50 thing. You think Portia held a, a gun to his head and said, you're going to marry me, nigga. You're going to give me this ring. You're going to divorce Fallon and you're going to be with me. Y'all really think that's what happened? Y'all think Portia got some type you of know what? Vo- voodoo priestess powers that she can just summon this billionaire to be with her? He has just as much responsibility. Yeah. Leave that girl alone. And if she wanna fuck Bolo, let that girl too. Sorry, go
1: ahead. No, yeah, I feel what you're saying, but you know what though? He's not the one that's the star of the show. And it I is how I think it's bigger I than the show. Love it. I think it's
0: bigger than the show. I think the conversation of this is bigger <laughs> than the show. Yet again, we I feel have- like not a man yeah. in a long term committed relationship leaves that person, hops to another woman in less than a month, and y'all are only talking, the majority of the people are only talking about her. I'm confused.
1: I'm gonna be honest like, I'm like, dang, y'all were on the show together, and I understand you not calling each other friends or whatever. But let one of my co-workers start messing with my man because me and my man break up. It's on and popping because he was my man first. Even if we are breaking up, boo-boo, you wouldn't. No, it's too close. At least ready. Just be ready for this fight. Honestly, the marriage, if the marriage is over and Portia is the girl he wants to be with and she want to be with him boom and move on right. i honestly think that this is they ain't been dating long enough so i Can honestly think bump? that you know people are right people sitting here making it a big deal and they're not gonna last the end of 2020 2021 girl at all that's at what i think. all
0: which is why i think yeah. it's so cute when she's just like let me live my life like it may be it may fail fine Fine. We may not get married. Fine. Or we may be successful right. and be married for 30 years. This could be my life partner. But let me live my life. And I, outside of that, I agree. Just let people make whatever decisions mm-hmm. they want to make for their own lives, whether it's celebrities or not. Like, I don't think it's necessary for people to constantly, these are adults we're talking about. you I can like, they don't know the decisions that they're making. So just let them make the decisions. Don't stress yourself out a lot about it. Let it be. Let it be.
1: Let it be. funny. Like, people really think that type of stuff is funny. That's super weird. Yeah,
0: and cute. I think that stuff is cute, too. It's not... Speaking of cute, let's talk about Snow White. So yeah, Courtney told me to Google Snow White. She ain't telling me what to Google about Snow White. She just said Google Snow White. So of course, all the good things about Snow White pops up on my time fe- timeline until I find out that Snow White had an unconsensual kiss and people are pissed.
1: You oh, pissed, yeah, y'all. You pissed about it? People are, nah, <laughs> it's not, I don't care. <laughs> that's what blows my that's what really blows my mind snow white gotta be what almost 100 years old at this point. Be. and people are starting this movement cancel snow white because when snow white was asleep that prince kissed her and he did not have permission to kiss her and so now people just you know cancel culture the me, me too is it the me tooers? i'm sure it's some me too affiliates it can't just a me be too-er, me. but i ain't
0: about to sit here and cancel snow white like
1: don't nobody even like come on out feminists Snow white is not listen <sighs> those what? feminists are if also not,
0: racist so
1: let me say this right now if we're not canceling white disney i mean what disney with his racism. <laughs> you
0: said right white disney <laughs>
1: yeah white disney Walt disney the man is racist creeper if we're not gonna cancel him we're not gonna cancel snow white because who knows what's going on at them disney parks Mm. but anyway yeah i am not canceling snow white why sweet old snow white i don't care care that much about snow white to cancel her? her I don't
0: care that much about Snow White to cancel her. Like, I didn't even know there was an unconsensual kiss in that movie. How, would, like, I mean, I, maybe I did, but I was. a fairy didn't. tale. It, thank you. Point blank, period. It's a fairy tale that some weirdo, let's go back to Walt, the... that some weirdo came up with. <laughs> <laughs> didn't
1: put that mug, made it into a movie. Come and on. And it was like, make me
0: rich and a book and everything all this stuff is problematic if we're gonna cancel one we gotta cancel one. cancel Cancel dr sue cancel him and walt disney but no y'all it's honestly Mm -hmm. it's been like i said court it's been so crazy the past couple of weeks not just in our own personal lives because that's just that's like that's the tip of the iceberg but how deeply things are just going and happening and just just let's just say and America alone we're not talking about what's going on in the Middle East and honestly that makes me super emotional thinking about what's going on over there um mostly more so on like the innocent children and like that's some sick stuff um there's just a lot going on and all this stuff going on in pop culture at the end of the day like it's so small it's so small Caitlin so small Wendy and NBA mama so small Portia, small. T.I. and Tiny and Shekinah, small. Snow White, literally no one gives a fuck. And this is just every day. Something new is hitting us every single day. And then on the flip side of that, you got kids who just trying to freaking play kick the can outside, and they got bombs dropping on them.
1: Or go to school. They
0: just trying to go to school and let them go to school. Yeah. Did d- you know um, bulldozing their apartment buildings like so why ti portia hazel caitlin wendy nba young mama whatever her name is and and chris and Paige too get over it
1: <laughs> get over it
0: yeah get over it
1: Erica Mena, get over it, because it's really, it's way more important things going on. And I know that, you know, it's fun to report on pop culture, to be honest. But you all know that we have to not only keep our, we have to be intact. So on the flip side of, you know, just thinking about the pop culture, we do have to, let's acknowledge the fact that the pop culture can be a distraction. And it's a distraction, to some of the real stuff going on. So it's a couple of things that really we're going to touch tonight. Yeah. um, Yeah. So we're going to take
0: a break here and we'll be back. Hold on. All right, y'all. So we are back and you already know that we we do like to do the fun. We like to do the politics. And we like to talk about current events, but we also like to talk about some serious-ish because at the end of the day, we're all trying to get ourselves right. And we can't get ourselves right if we're not talking about what's really going on, right? So this week, and a little bit out of order. I'm going to tell you the two before the one. The two is Texas, the state of Texas has the house GOP in the state of Texas has passed a bill last Tuesday that effectively bans public school teachers from talking it just to say it, from talking about racism, white supremacy, and current news events, which I would imagine includes any election, any like war, any, anything that is happening in current news events. That's number two. Okay. Let's go back to number one. So New York Times has been on everybody's ass, meaning everybody, the white people, about what this thing called the 1619 Project. So basically the 1619 Project is an ongoing initiative. I'm reading from the New York Times website. You can go find it there yourself. I'll put the link in the show notes. 1619 Project is an ongoing initiative from the New York Times Magazine that began in August 2019, the 400th anniversary of the beginning of American slavery. Got it? Boom their goal for this project is to reframe the country's history, this is funny, by placing the consequences of slavery and contributions of black Americans at the very center of our national narrative. Boom, that's number one, that's been going on since 2019. Here in 2021, we got the Texas GOP passing bills that stops people from even talking about that shit happening. So they're like, you know what? You ain't about to argue with us about this. Ain't even happened. We don't know what you're talking about. What slavery? What? What happened? What black people being enslaved for 400 plus years? What Jim Crow? What white supremacy? We don't know what you're talking about. That didn't happen. You're not allowed to talk about that. How dare you make us responsible for our ancestors' actions? How dare you make us responsible for being white? How dare you? You know what? You're not allowed to talk about that anymore that's the that's where we're going that's that's not me that's where they're going right now so you got the new york times saying it is very important to note these things to talk about it to y'all pause that did we talk about how
1: kamala harris said that america is not a racist country yeah we talked about that no but we can get into that. that that (laughs) Ha 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 ha. So these white lawmakers are saying,
0: right? These white lawmakers are saying, you're not allowed to talk about racism. You're not allowed to talk about white supremacy. It never existed. So if it never existed, you can't talk about it. Then we don't have anything to solve here. We don't have anything to work towards. There's no greater good at the end of all of this. Boom. Then comes that Texas Then it comes that bill in Texas that the Republicans have passed. Then you got other people saying, still, okay, let me not go there. But so you have that. Then you get to COVID court. The CDC is saying that we don't have to wear a mask if we're fully vaccinated. Mm.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm. Dang, you were dumb. Hold on. I didn't even say nothing about the project and everything you said first. Oh, yes. Please be sure. Please feel. go ahead. Yeah, let me know. Shame on you, Texas, shame on you. This is what I'm noticing about these lawmakers in this doggone country. They're trying to take away our constitutional rights. And we, the people are sitting here allowing them to take away our constitutional rights. WTF, WTF, let's start right there. Let's start right there. We have freedom of speech. And yes, there is a borderline of things that you can discuss in school. I completely understand. But the problem is, the thing about schools is you're not supposed to impose your opinions on your students. That's the problem. So when we get to talking about racism and white supremacy, and not allowing that discussion to happen that is a part of our history so are we really going to sit here and deny the truth anybody can see it with their own eyes whether you're taught in school or not and the thing is honestly even when it comes to that law, and I understand what it is that they're trying to do and their intention behind it. And if this does get passed, I understand that these poor teachers, thats it's just a, another battle for these teachers because the kids are going to bring up current events. And if it's a race-related event that has happened, it's going to come up in school. What is a teacher supposed to say? Nothing. Hey. This is sure I'm teaching you social studies, but let's not talk about history. How can you talk
0: about history in America? Like, we're talking about American history because these are Americans talking about history. How can you talk about history in America and not talk about racism, not talk about white
1: supremacy? I don't like how
0: are you supposed to teach any of that?
1: And that's the problem with Charles Vice President Kamala Harris. Am I saying, America's not a racist country. I'm going to be honest. I was um, teaching my kids and I don't know how to say her name. And all I do, I think about, (laughs) I think about that, uh, that white Republican who Kamala Mala, Kamala, very disrespectful, but so her name, is it Kamala or Kamala? I think
0: it's Kamala Harris. I've heard her say Kamala.
1: Yeah. Okay. I do though, Courtney. Y'all.
0: how can you make that statement as a brown, as a, like a person of color?
1: Yeah, exactly. No person, no person of color. Yeah, with two eyes, with two yeah. eyes, will ever say that. Well, that's that double speak right there. I was just thinking. that we're going to say that America has a racist past, but it's not a racist country. Oh. If you have. How sway, how it don't even look? So I, I have a line, I have a lying history, but I'm not a liar. <laughs> no. so the problem, the, pro- the and the problem is, look, people can change, but you can't change if you ignore the truth. Mm-hmm. And the problem with America is America has not addressed the racism. So, to sit here and as we sit here and we have the George Floyd trial, and we see the disproportionalities between just in the legal system. You're really going to sit here and tell us that, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's not a racist country. That's yours vice president, okay? Yeah, I, I that was very
0: confusing to me. Um, and I, I... See, the problem is... Not like, how can you tempo, separate the tempo. two? How can you say that we have a racist history, but they're not... Did you go to
1: school? See, and here's the thing with her.
0: Mm. You're about to probably hit exactly what I'm thinking, but go ahead.
1: She don't necessarily have a good reputation as being a prosecutor when she she was in Cali. And you could tell me more about it, but I'm going to be honest. She never stood a chance, her and Joe Biden. And let me, I'm going to put it out there for y'all, because everybody who know me know how I feel about both of them, okay? Both of them. She has a racist history. Of, she worked in the criminal justice system, and she incarcerated. She participated in that mass incarceration, which is probably why Joe Biden voted for her. Hell yeah! why the Joe Biden won that's exactly why he wanted her because she supported and she worked with his freaking movement. And so I guess you would, as a racist, say that America is not a racist country. Because you're racist. Not, not all skin folk is folk. Any black person, any... And this is I have to... I've had You know, I know people that have been close to me and that have been in my family that have been, and they've been taken away from my family, my household, and they've been locked up for some nonviolent offenses or, you know, some weed their whole life and you ruined their family's life by taking them away from their families and destroying the nuclear black family but i ain't even gonna go on my soapbox I'm about to say, but i am goal, gonna though. say this isn't
0: that the ultimate goal of them to to to, to break up the black family in any way possible mm-hmm. and mass yeah. incarceration was the next best thing for them once slavery was done once jim Crow was quote unquote done mass incarceration was mm-hmm. the next best thing because that's what slavery they was had to the find whole the new time white
1: except right slavery has existed since the beginning of mankind and so make slavery illegal means that all this free labor that we've been getting since the beginning of time we're not going to get it anymore so what do we need to do let's come up with a way where we can still get our free labor and keep our foot on the necks of this race this threatening race
0: And maybe it's a white person out there. They can explain it to me. But honestly, white people, don't be scared. Maybe you should be. What is so threatening about the Black American, about the Black person, about a Black person? What is so threatening? Somebody tell me, because I'm confused. What is even at this level where we're at?
1: Huh? What you say? The propaganda. Oh, get The propaganda. The I'm ready. That's what it is. Black people are so scary because people are being funneled with images that Black people are so scary Thanks. on all types of different levels. On all ty- If you watch the news, who's committing all the crimes? Mm-hmm. Black people. So yeah. it, black people, the minority, how are we committing all the crimes? And we're not even the majority population. Yeah. But you got people who will really feed into that. Now if you look at data, if you begin to look at data and do some real research, mm-hmm. then you'll see that you can't believe everything in the news. So what what Kamala Harris is doing right now with her double speak. Mm-hmm. That is propaganda. That is we're gonna tell people something that does not even make sense. Yeah that doesn't even make sense. She, her sentence contradicted itself. So. you know, what else is propaganda? COVID. Yeah.
0: Yes, And it let's is. talk
1: about COVID. Oh, God. we going on through there with y'all tonight. Did you get your COVID, COVID vaccine? Are you going to get vaccinated? Can you show me your card? My card, my, 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 my selfie my, my. with my card. I got vaccinated. <laughs> <Here's> my <laughs> selfie. And it's, like,
0: great. Like, honestly, I just told my friend, I've been thinking more on the train of, do- like, I've been thinking more into it, just on the logistics of, like, Per, you know, for personal reasons, right? But I don't got to walk around telling everybody what I'm thinking about as far as the vaccine is concerned. Everybody gonna don't got to walk around telling me why they're getting vaccinated and how great that is and how, by golly, they don't have to wear their masks because they're vaccinated. But what happened, Courtney? What is the
1: CDC saying now? Uh, so last week, the CDC, yo, last week, y'all, the CDC <laughs> had said... <laughs> yeah guys so if you have the vaccine you can wear your mask or you don't have to wear your mask when you go outside who's been wearing their mask outside for real for real though outside outside Who got- outside outside like and you're not in a crowd of people like you're at the freaking park who's wearing their mask that was number one but y'all they didn't hit us the other day and they said guess what You don't have to wear your mask at all if you have a vaccine. Now, I know a lot of people are thinking, Yay, that's great news! Fantastic. But you got a lot of other people who have enough brain power to think critically and ask questions of a government. That has a history of being untrustworthy. How all of a sudden, if the vaccine does not protect you necessarily, sure it decreases your chance of getting COVID. Mm-hmm. How is it that all of a sudden you got the vaccine and now you don't have to wear a mask? But it's irresponsible. Everybody else have to wear a mask just because they don't have the vaccine. That's strange.
0: Yeah. I'm, uh, people are That's not really getting strange. vaccinated for other, not getting other vaccines. Y'all not making them do other things because they're choosing not to. And I get it. Somebody wanted to make the claim of like, there's never been a time where like half a million people or a court, however many people, had gotten this one virus or this one disease at one time. Fine, fine. But still, I should have my freedom. But why? My... Well, oh, yeah. Good question. Why? Or is that true?
1: Propaganda. Right. First of all, is it, yeah, right. Number one, is it true?
0: Yeah.
1: Number two, why did that happen? Let's just talk about, let's talk about what we've observed, right? Mm-hmm. Usually if there is a major, it usually if we have something like Zika come out, yep. or the bird flu mm-hmm. come out, yep. or some other type of deadly virus come out, bam, things are shut down immediately. It's addressed immediately so that it does not spread. Right. Why was COVID allowed to spread?
0: Mm. So the dismantling of the, of the Chinese of Something related to like the like I feel like it's all tied into the Asian Culture and dealing with What's been going on with like Asian Americans And being attacked I feel like it's all Looped into it Trump made it very clear to be Like the China virus the China Virus the China virus and here you go with These Trump supporters or whoever else Believes in that and so now they're attacking All these people who they find Responsible for what's going on In the world today
1: it's all but why what's COVID ain't new COVID ain't new if you do your research and y'all can sit here and call people crazy you call people Mm a crazy conspiracy theorist all you want to people ain't like Martin Luther King people didn't like Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. so you say whatever it is that you want to say but You do your research and you do some digging, and you're going to hear about COVID being created in that lab in Wuhan boop, boop. where people were aware boop. of how dangerous COVID was. How does COVID get out, Cordy? We had COVID January 2019. come on now,
0: we had COVID January 2019. I'm right. a firm believer, firm believer, after hearing. When March hit and hearing what those symptoms were, you couldn't tell me that that had been around for maybe, but since 2018 and nobody knew about it. They were just calling it a virus. They were calling it the flu, but you can't tell me when my daughter was sick in January of 2019 and she had these weird white stuff coming out her eyes. She couldn't breathe properly. She was collapsing in the floor. You can't tell me that that stuff wasn't, like you just said, created, spread out, maybe for population control, maybe not. I don't know. But like now, I feel uncomfortable because you're telling me that you're now they're now that, now that they're opening all these different age groups for getting this vaccine and you're telling me okay so my child let's put it this way my child is not her age group hasn't come up yet if i were vaccinated and chose to get her vaccinated so you're telling me that because she is not vaccinated because there's nothing open for her yet or the study hasn't happened yet that there i have to or other people have to pay the consequence of that these are children be vaccinated Mm -hmm. or wear a mask until then What what like what about do I not have my freedom of speech, my like a freedom of health choices? Why
1: is it being but, And poor? this is my... This? Right. And let's talk about the fact that we got these crooked, these crooked lawmakers now. Mm. And when I say like crooked lawmakers, like we we see the disproportionalities in the justice system when it comes to race. Yeah. Uh, the school system. School funding is not distributed fairly or equally. And we know that if you're trying to help a community, you really want to educate them, right? Yeah. So you can't sit here and tell me that the government is failing in all these other ways. <laughs> and then they want so bad for me to get the vaccine that is so good for me. Nah, bro. Why would you have to offer me free donuts for a year to get the vaccine? Why would you you to y'all have gonna do this for the flu shot? Now, some places they. Like
0: mayor of New York sitting on a freaking t- like eating Shake Shack. Oh, you mean tell me if I just go get vaccinated, I can get this, these yummy fries and this burger? <laughs>
1: really? Oh, and we're not even going to talk about the corrupt corrupt Cuomo and the freaking mayor who is being investigated by the feds right now. Yeah. He has I a black them. wife what and black
0: children and refuse to deal with the NYPD.
1: What about um, the mayor of Ohio offering to, if you get the vaccine, you automatically are entered into a draw and a million dollars. You think that we stupid. Yeah, they do. That's, oh, yeah, yeah I'm going to get a vaccine so that I can be entered into a raffle, even though I could freaking buy a dollar lottery ticket and be entered into a raffle. And enter my own themselves.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, Courtney, you right. This is, this is, this is... Covid. So, what's going on with CNN? How does CNN tie into this next part of the story?
1: Oh, y'all. So, CNN has actually. Um, I'm pulling up my my good source too. Okay, so you all, you have the people at CNN. They've officially been um, caught on camera. Talking about how CNN is nothing but propaganda. So it's a three part video series, you all. CNN is already trying to do damage control. Damage control by sitting here and denying the claim. So they're saying that they were manipulated into these conversations and the footage has been manipulated to have them out into a bad light. But in all actuality, you have a staffer you have the cnn technical director charlie chester right so he's top dog he's a technical director and he's talking about the true mindset and motivations of his network so he's already said cnn is really and he's on camera saying this stuff cnn is really not about journalism he sits here and admits it that it's all about propaganda he starts off by talking about COVID. Well, I'm not going to say start off talking about COVID. He talks about COVID. And guess what he says that COVID is? Hmm. G- a gangbuster. And I'm quoting, a gangbuster for ratings. And if you really think about it, all of CNN's coverage on COVID was fear-based, right? It was all fear-based. And what did people do? They it. kept I watching. still can't it. watch it. They wanted They wanted to know about Dr. Fauci and what he had to say. No, I'm glad, chime in. They wanted to know about Dr. Fauci and what he had to say. And they had the death toll on the side all the time. This guy even said that sometimes he wished the death toll was higher because that would help his network drive the point home. So basically all it is is we want to promote COVID. We want people to be afraid of COVID so that ultimately we can control them. We're building up our ratings. So we have all these people sitting here and now they're watching CNN. And so just think about it. Now people are so afraid that we're not even suspicious of this COVID vaccine. We're going to go ahead and take this COVID vaccine that still has not been approved by the FDA. We're going to inject it into our kids even though it's still not approved by the FDA. And it's based on the fact that I'm scared of getting COVID and I'm afraid of dying from COVID.
0: I don't think I'm afraid of getting COVID. Everyone. Want- I just, that was just a random thought. Hmm. I don't think I'm afraid of getting COVID.
1: Like as a, like. It's hard to be afraid of. <laughs> when you think you've already had it <laughs> and you've overcome it,
0: It's hard to be like terrified. It's hard to different.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just sitting here thinking, like even with their, yeah, yeah. Say
0: it. I was just thinking about even what you were saying, all that stuff about CNN and like them just putting the the death toll numbers up there to like tear. At first, at first, it was like, oh snap, and then it started to be like. Every day they trying to hone in on this thing. And it's like, okay, are you trying to are you trying to make me have a heart attack? Like, what is the real goal here? Because like you've already told me how bad it is. You already told me to wear a mask. You already told me how many people done died from it. So like, why do we have to keep making it sound like the worst thing ever? When really I mean the plague.
1: And really, I'm the thing that I think about with news sources like CNN, because in all actuality, this has really just confirmed a lot of stuff that people with common sense have already thought. News happen every day. Just me living my life. If we have a conversation, I have something new to report to you every day. So CNN, y'all really don't have other things to say. You have to keep talking about the same thing so this is what he said he said that when they would take the death toll off of the screen on cnn they will receive a call on their bat phone which is a special red phone from the president of the network jeff zucker and he wanted that death toll on the screen because people knew if i want to keep track of the death toll let me go to CNN. And everybody was going to CNN to keep track of the death toll. So they use fear mongering, And so the next thing is going to be about climate change. Just so y'all know, that's what he said. He said that climate change is going to be the next COVID. And that's what they're going to talk about on CNN. They already have some of their stories together. Thank you, California wildfires, and whoever's setting them joints off to make yeah. it, to start
0: freaking people out. That it don't scare it. It stopped scaring me. I the, like the death toll. I never looked for it. I don't know why people want to know how many people died from COVID. Why do you want to know that? I don't understand that. How is that like a thing you want to have in your mind every single day? Don't you want to know how many people are surviving it? Don't you want to know how many people are living after it? Why, like CNN? That's whack. I don't watch them. No way. I don't. That's what the guy I, said. I think the only time I actually watch CNN is really during the elect, the presidential elections, and even then, I'm like, I can't. This is too much. This is starting to be like a game show.
1: Well, really, if you think about it, a lot of people will sit here and say that CNN is the most reputable news source, but CNN is biased. Who CNN is is biased? Oh, all heads that I talk to, all (laughs) the people that I talk to, they think that CNN, they're going to tell you CNN is very reputable. A person like me, I'm like CNN is as reputable as Fox News, but maybe it's because I'm a researcher and I'm a writer and I understand you can write something from any perspective. And it does not have to be true. So this is what the guy said about climate change. They've already announced in our office that once the public is and we will be open to it, we're going to start focusing mainly on climate, climate like global warming is going to be our focus. Like our focus was to get Trump out of office without saying it. That's what it was. So our next thing is going to be for climate change awareness. And so there. So the guy is an undercover reporter. And that's why CNN, they came out and they said that they were misled. And anyway, the undercover reporter, he asked, is the coverage going to be about fear? And guess what this man said? Yes, fear sells. Yeah,
0: I'm not surprised.
1: But you know what? We're responsible
0: for our own actions in this if we allow CNN or whoever else to control how we feel and move and 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 make decisions based on certain topics that are happening in our world that's on you if you allow CNN to freak you out you need to have a, a better and stronger mind to not to not allow them to do that point like like this stuff is gonna be out there it's gonna have to happen it's gonna ha- it needs to happen in order for them to continue on to doing what they're doing we have to be the conscious ones. I don't want to use the word woke, but we just have to be the conscious ones and not allow for those things to affect us in the way that they're, uh, they are they want it to. Same thing with social media. You don't have to be on, you don't have to.
1: Let, let, I will. Organize. I will say this too, Nikki, you're absolutely right. And it's a couple of things to that. One thing to that is, you know, That's why we have to be outspoken and educate people because a lot of people feel like they're by watching something like CNN and watching the news, they do feel like they're doing their due diligence, but they don't understand the fact that the media is manipulative and it can manipulate you to think one thing that's not even true, Um, which goes into his third video. They were talking about the Asian hate. Mhm. And so, if you notice, he said that with the Asian ha- hate, the narrative is around the fact that um, the only time they'll release the perpetrator, they tell you the perpetrator's race, the person who committed the crime, is if he's white. Guess who they said is actually doing the most. Uh, Crimes against Asians. Probably black people. They say us. Black men. Black men. Black men, right? So we, black men. I read no articles. We ain't read no articles about any black people out here being involved in attacking Asians. Which actually, you know, as a black person who grew up in a, in the hood, in a black community, it doesn't surprise me because we've had those Asian people in our neighborhoods who can be very disrespectful and who they too. could instigate something. Yeah. they racist, they don't like black people. And they profit off of black people. Instigating stuff. So it's not, mm-hmm. that's why black people be so pissed. So it's not surprising that it could be. And I, I mean, I, I'm willing to do my own research as well, but it wouldn't surprise me if it actually is a bunch of black men out here really committing the crimes. But it does not go with the Black Lives Matter that's narrative that CNN is trying to push. And so because it does not go with a their story and their really their agenda. And I support black, you know, I support black lives, y'all already know. But I I do, I think we all need to unite because I think it's bigger than race. Courtney thinks it's bigger than race. Race is a tool to divide us. But nevertheless, yes, they said we're gonna report on stories. From a perspective, that is not true. So although in our research, we've learned that it's not white men who are mostly out here attacking, attacking the Asians, let's keep that story going anyway and have people thinking that. People think it so easily, too. People think it so easily, too. The media is used to manipulate us. We have to know it. We have to acknowledge it. We cannot deny it. And in fact, I want to say that he even went out. I mean, he goes in there, you guys. He says, like, there's no such thing as unbiased news. It don't exist. It's too many agendas. People like CNN, they have jobs. They're out here trying to make money. He said the most unbiased news is grassroots out of people's basement yeah with podcasts oh that's us that's <laughs> us that's us yeah because we we being real we trying to tell it to you guys from other perspectives yeah our agenda is only about self-love and self-help facts facts and
0: y'all know well we talking about this stuff we're not going to be like the texas gop where they're going to try to silence us we're going to talk about these things we're going to make it known and we may make fun of y'all some of you uh hollywood pop culture people we're gonna do it but it's like 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 this man unfortunately just said it kind of it kind of does boil down to grassroots you know foundations of like how this type of media and news is put out and it's freaking ridiculous, but I'm not surprised. Like I told you, Courtney, I feel once I watched that documentary on Netflix and I know these documentaries are super biased, but I watched a documentary on Netflix about, um, Twitter and like their goal of how they want to set also you know, the social media. Yo, that blew my mind. I knew it, but to see how they are just blatantly doing it, blatantly doing it you have head vp managers talking about this stuff like yeah y'all they they get me too they getting me too like i work here and they still get mm-hmm. me it's sick it's it's right creepy. it's sick it reminds me of some like black mirror type stuff like and i think black mirror is a part of those one of those things where in handmaid's tale where they be trying to give us clues like y'all think we playing Play, keep playing
1: we gonna we they gonna, call that stuff predictive. they call it what they call that stuff predictive program predictive, predictive programming. programming where basically what they do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what Not they do senses. is they put things and they begin to they begin to you know prepare you that's what they're doing they're preparing you for what is to come it's a lot of movies it's a lot of predictive programming that have happened with COVID and oh, see, the Courtney, guys, that makes me really freaked out because I just thought about him it's freaky. Though. But the, the thing is it's freaky but I got some hope for you okay I got okay. some hope for you okay and then that can be we can conclude it okay hold on um, hold on don't talk, honest. don't talk yet hold on Okay, hope I'm ready. Okay. Here's another thing, too, you guys. The media is pure propaganda. The one thing that I really want you all to take away from this is to question. Question everything. Question what is being what you guys are hearing is truth. Okay. Question what's being passed at truth, as truth, and begin to really think about what does this person have to gain by me. Thinking and supporting their agenda. What do they have to gain? And I'll tell you this the media, again, the media has us, they're showing us a world that really is not true. It really is more to the story, is different layers to it. And one thing that's really given me hope is that when I do see stuff about that Texas bill or the 1619 project or Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and COVID. If you really read even some of these Satanist looking pictures that these celebrities post, when I look up in them comments, and I don't know, maybe my stuff is manipulated, it is in a way, but I read those comments and I see a lot of conscious people. I see a lot of people who are out here falling for the okie doke, but I see a lot of people who have their eyes open to the point where they're like, I'm not going to just accept this. I'm going to do my own and find out on my own, just like we're doing. And to be honest, I think it's more people out here on our way, which is why they have to push the vaccine as hard as they are pushing it. Because really, they thought people would be coming out in droves to get the vaccine. And I don't even think 50 percent of the population have it yet. Let me look it up. Actually, that's I was and you got states turning it away.
0: Really? What states have turned away so. the vaccine? Actually, I'm Googling it right now. It's called Google. I, what states? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, look it up. It's not, It's for, in some places, it's not enough demand. People are woke, and that's the sad thing. You have people like Bill Gates, and you can edit this out if you want to, mm-hmm. but you have people like Bill Gates out here really spending a lot of money to pursue their agendas, Mm. and we not falling for it y'all we were here when youtube first started talking about the illuminati when that mug was uncensored and the new world order our generation we knew the new world order was coming yeah and people woke so question everything it's
0: yeah Definitely. Question everything. People, like Courtney said, people try to call conspiracy theorists crazy and all that stuff and say that they just, you know, just trying to, I don't know, make shit up, but take out the deep hole that you can really get into when you look into some of these conspiracy theories and just think like, if, and I'm just thinking on the sense of like just being a black woman in America. I've been lied to for decades not just me, I'm like my, my, his, the, the ancestry of my family have been lied to for decades. So it's very difficult for me to just, I don't see how people can just be like, okay, yeah, sure, that's it. Okay, sure, you're right, fine. You've never, you've never lied to me before. You've never falsely, you know, uh, vaccinated a whole group of people just to wipe them out. You've never, like, it's very, di- so when people try to like, when people try to like have an issue with folks who have a problem with the vaccine and not even saying they won't take it just those who are saying not right now I'm a not right now person i never say never I'm just a not right now because I need more time I get other vaccines I have all the other vaccines I'm not against vaccines it's just that allow me to think for myself allow me to do my own research allow for me to see how things play out and y'all need to do the same things don't just go for things like courtney said don't just take mm-hmm. it value don't just trust what a president or a vice president is saying to you don't trust what lawmakers are saying to you like courtney said we are the people we are the citizens of this country if we don't pay no taxes this shit don't run this is our country this is our country right so do your do your research do your due diligence Put yourself and your family first, no matter what. You don't have to do anything or agree to anything or do, you know, none of that uh, if you don't want to. Because this stuff is getting crazy. Mm. It's really getting crazy. It's also kind of scary and really not fear. It's scary. It's it's, it's, it's freaky. Let me use the word freaky. It's freaky.
1: Mm. And it's it's all been like, the thing is, it's been in the works. If you really do your research, you can find a lot of reputable scholars that can confirm some of the stuff that so-called conspiracy theories are saying. But really, if you think about it, just think about the implications of that Texas bill that Nikki talked about at the beginning. If you can have if you can educate a generation of kids and not teach them about white supremacy and not teach them about slavery. How can you stop it? They don't even know how to recognize it to stop it. And so it's the same thing with all this good. fear-based They don't know stuff. how to if recognize you... it. These
0: people are, these white people are so, they don't even know when they're being racist. And then when you call them out on them being racist, it's a problem. Because a part of that bill, I know we said, a part of that bill that I think I forgot to mention is that they're not even... The bill also mentions that you're not allowed to force, to have people, um, sit in like equity or diversity trainings because it makes them uncomfortable. White Yeah. People.
1: They're trying to ban, I saw they're trying to ban <sighs> critical race theory.
0: Oh, oh, Charles told me. But what's the implications I'm of that? that That's just-
1: probably propaganda well that's propaganda right there that's propaganda right there let's wipe it out of the textbooks and let's teach these kids a lie they've been teaching and and that's the problem so we're going to continue to teach these lies continue to teach these to teach these misconceptions and let's create and build a population that we can control and I'm not talking population control in the sense of bodies. You're talking about decreasing the number. You're talking about but me. mentally and yeah. really look at it, y'all. Yeah. What's that book? What's that series? Divergent. That girl was a divergent because she was not the same as everybody else. Yeah. And that's what's happening. We're seeing it right now. So <sighs> at least open up your brains to what. Do, do your research. Yeah. Do yeah, your research. I know research. we're going to talk
0: about the things that keep our minds, we always talk about, it. keep our minds, bodies, and spirits intact. Same goes for me. Mm-hmm. I'm opening myself up to reading all these articles at three o'clock in the morning. I need to be responsible for how it's going to affect my mental health. So do your due diligence, you know, and try your best. Y'all, we're coming uh, up on three hours. We got to cut it. <laughs> No, but seriously, this right. is really fun. This we two have, have two weeks of stuff to talk about, and we cut stuff out to talk about.
1: But, right, we do have to give you all our bop. I do have a bop. Ooh, what's oh, what's your bop y'all? Bop this bop is bop? my new song. This this is a vibe, y'all. What? It's called Telepatia. Hmm. And you know, for it to be a Spanish song, it's right. it on the mainstream. You really want something? Because they don't do that in the U.S. Can so we hear like 10 tele- seconds of it? Can we hear 10 seconds of it? Telepathy. Yeah, let me get you 10 a <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: That's a bop. I love that song. I know the name of it, though.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a bop.
0: Man, I haven't listened to any music this week, so I have nothing for y'all. And that's crazy, me listening to no music this week. That's a good song, LaCourt. I'm going to drop that. Y'all, if y'all want to check that out, like the rest. You know what? Maybe I should create us our own little Spotify playlist. So all of our little bops, we just added to a playlist. And people can just go listen to our playlist. We're going to do that for you guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So in the show
0: notes, I- Oh,
1: another thing y'all, um, go like us on Facebook. We officially have a Facebook page, the Courtney and Nikki show. Go like it, share it, invite yes. your homies, all of that.
0: So while you, while, while you're doing that, then go check out our, um, Our playlist on Spotify. I don't have Apple and all them things that, you know, no, don't have all that. I just have Spotify. So if you have Spotify and you'd like to check out our playlist, go check it out. I'll put the link down the show notes. Like Courtney said, check out our Facebook page. It's we're really aiming for that to be like where we put a lot of our content on Facebook versus our personal pages. So you can go check that out, like it. And so that you don't miss anything. We did not have a letter this week. Totally fine. But if you would like to write to us, Send us your letters at the Courtney and Nikki show at gmail.com and we will be happy to read your letters
1: on the show. All right. Well, besties, let's sprinkle some um, good vibes on your week. Shh. And bye. bye.
0: Hey, best friends. Thanks for listening to the Courtney and Nikki show. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other best friends like you find our show. If you want to connect with us outside of the show, follow us on Instagram at The Courtney and Nikki Show. Talk to you soon.